13. Die and live well. On the following morning, I stealthily shifted my attention towards Tillicum, not wanting to disturb him if he had found some sort of peace. Enthusiastically, he greeted me. I'm awake. I'm getting ready for the show. I get to splash the people. They love to get wet. They clap and love me when I give them big splashes. He had sensed me instantaneously. I moved away, leaving him to his delight. Reflecting on the Blackfish show, describing the day he killed his trainer, I wondered how his current handlers felt towards him. Unbeknownst to me, he observed my every thought. He swiftly shifted to despair. Why did you have to show me that? I don't want to remember that. I was in deep now. Though I was shocked and confused about how he could so easily know my every thought, he needed a response. How do you feel about what you did, Tillicum? I don't feel anything, and I don't want to think about that day, he retorted. Tossing up a prayer for help from above and sending love and encouragement to him, I asked, Show me why you did it. He instantly moved his memory to that event. I observed the reenactment from above the pool as he relived the moments. He swims majestically around the pool. Then he hears the whistle command to perform. He sees that the audience loves him. He is so proud that he performed a crowd-pleasing show. He believes his trainer will be pleased. He does another pass for the group for the applause. After the around, he goes to the trainer for his food reward and gets no fish. He doesn't understand. She commissioned him to do a good show. He loves the crowd's praise. He loves his trainer's treats more. But she is angry at him. In return, he gets furious. I am bigger and stronger than any of them. And he remembers a time when two female whales bullied him. One smaller, whom he referred to as a friend. She didn't push me away, he told me. She had to do what the bigger female said, so she didn't stay with me. The scrapes they gave to his side didn't hurt. His pride burned more than his flesh. He was sad and angry at his losses and loneliness in life. The woman trainer, her blonde ponytail, and her arms were all a blur through his eyes. The deed was done in his outrage and disgrace before he knew it. I didn't mean to do it, he insisted. Why did you have to spoil my good day? I'm sorry, I apologized. I didn't know you were still monitoring my thoughts. I was just wondering why you did it. The acronym letters PTSD came into my knowledge. Our telecom suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder. I quickly changed the subject and reminded him that he could go to a happy place in his mind, that he could go to the whole open ocean where he is far away from boats or people. He showed me himself swimming solo in a dark, deep, cold, expansive ocean with only loneliness touching him. I showed him boats with friendly people who loved whales and other whale pods that might let him swim near them. Neither of those things is for me, 
The best I can do is learn to die well, Tillicum stated flatly with bitterness and destiny. His statement took me back a bit. I hadn't realized he could have such foresight, so I encouraged it. And to live well for the remainder of this lifetime, I offered. I needed to leave him and attend to my daily activities. I have to go now and prepare for my day, I told him. I began to explain to him what I would be doing. In annoyance with me, Tillicum bluntly conveyed, I don't care what you'll be doing today. You understand what I will do and what you will do, but I only know a well's life, my life. I see your point, I consoled. But perhaps tonight I'll try to show you what I did today. You might find it interesting and help you decide if you want to become a human, to do good for the future welfare of wells and the oceans. Things will only worsen if people don't do the right things to save them. I was hoping to encourage him that not all people are misguided and that the future could be brighter. Tillicum smartly replied, you, above all, should understand the need to fade away from me. So at his vexation, I faded away. Ascension Seeds I am healing my past with love and understanding. 14. Tillicum is aware After Tillicum sent me away that morning, I got ready for my day. I worried for him but dared not investigate. My husband and I took the day to travel a few hours from our home into the Texas Hill Country to an annual gemology expo. There I found not one but two petrified well ear bones that I had to have. One smaller, the other larger with part of the jawbone intact. On our way home from the event, I felt Telecom heavily nudging at my mind pressing through my day's excitement and visiting with my husband. With Tillicum's fixated pushing, it began to, began to dawn on me the enormity of his capabilities to know my every thought. See me and show me what you got for me, he demanded. Still not grasping the magnitude of his gift to monitor me, I asked, how did you know I had something for you and how did you contact me so easily? Tillicum, ignoring or perhaps just not interested in my questions, excitedly exclaimed, Show me what you got! He must have picked up on my pleasure at my treasures. He was like a child about to get a great gift. Holding a smaller petrified well earbone in my left hand, I felt its shape, size, and texture, letting Tillicum know it all. He wasn't impressed. Seeing no relevance to himself, Tillicum asked, what does that have to do with me? With perhaps an overexcited teaching tone, I began sharing my impressions. This earbone is millions of years old, belonging to a long dead well. Today, I hold it and relate to its life and death, and it has deep meaning to me. Through its life force energy, I can better connect with the world of the sea. I can hear you better, Tillicum. Tillicum's solemn response took me off point and again brought tears to my eyes. But I will die here in this cement pool. And once again he showed me his lifeless body lying on the bottom of his pool. 
I will not decay and become a part of my surroundings to live on differently. I will be cut up into pieces and be fish food. At every effort to support him, he took me deeper into the mind of a highly reflective soul capable of seeing the finer nuances of a situation than I had thought possible. His quick, responsive self-analysis blew my mind and confidence to assist him. Could I give him some reason to want to thrive? With his honest appraisal of his situation, I could only come back with the hurtful truth as an argument. Your life does mean something. Not that it is a good life, but what you did will be remembered, and your story will forever be a part of history. Most people don't fault you. They blame it on the fact that you were taken forcefully from your family and home and made to live oppressed in confinement. In his mind's eye, I showed him how people were picketing the park and that the park owners were losing money. But he couldn't understand the concepts I showed him. So I changed tactics, showing him the stadium and his arena with fewer people than before, and explained, People don't want to support the park because they shouldn't have you in a swimming pool. Tilica, mistaking my statement, sadly asked, Don't you want to see me? Don't you love me? Ascension Seeds Everything I do affects everything else.